Therese, hello. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. It's great to see your face. Oh my God. I feel like I haven't seen you, but I, I, it's weird. I haven't seen you in a long time, but I feel like I have, you know? It's always the same. I feel like we all grew up together. It's always the same. All the W's. I feel like you guys are always, always very close. <laughs> well, so, you know, I'm putting this up online. So I just want to introduce you just so people know who you are. So you're um, Johnny Immerman, you're a good family friend of ours, but you are also um, the founder of Immerman Angels and Clothes Talk, which you're wearing right now. I am wearing the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and I have all and, the, uh, I have all the soups right here. They're oh amazing. I mean, you could have just had one of the soups. You don't have to eat all of them. Save oh, them. I, I've been like snagging on them all every day. I've eaten a little bit here, a little bit there. Love it. Love it. Um, well, I wanted to, I wanted you to tell my viewers, my mom and dad, what exactly you do. And because I think that's very important. Well, well, thank you. It's always good to see you. And, um, you know, we all went to college together as you, as Trace knows, and went to college with you and mom with two of the three wine trials. Very, oh, very blessed to have that. And a couple years out of college, when I was 26, I was diagnosed with pretty advanced testicular cancer, um, went through chemo, went through surgeries, the better part of about two years. And at the very end of treatment, I met a group of young adult survivors sort of randomly at the hospital. And we all agreed we wanted to give back. And the way to give back, we felt, was that none of us knew survivors like us at the start. And we were all nervous and alone and we were young. And what's chemo like and what's gonna to happen to us and we're gonna live, are we not? And so we all decided let's create this mentoring program where we, the survivors, one-on-one -on -one talk to those that are fighting the same thing and give them a pump up and show them that there's a path, show them that there's success after cancer, that we're happy, we beat it and you, know, you can do it too. So we sort of buddied up and huddled up. We started this nonprofit called Immerman Angels. My mom in the other room here actually named it. And uh, we've grown, we're blessed to have over 12,000 cancer survivors in over a hundred countries. And amazing. The, it's, the amazing part is the humans, that humans that are so grateful that have lived it and want to share their story to help the next person. And that's the whole reason why our idea works. And we have 10 full-time staff, it's based in Chicago, but we help people again all over the world. It's free. It's a 501c3 nonprofit since 2006. And when someone's diagnosed, let's say with stage three colon cancer, we're gonna know somebody that beat stage three colon cancer maybe four years ahead and says, been there, done that, beat it. Here's what chemo's like. Here's what a resection's like. Maybe you have to have a colostomy bag. Like how does that work and what to eat, what not to eat. But all these challenges, somebody's blazed this trail before and somebody has survived. And that voice yeah. is powerful and strong to help the next person. And along the way, we learned that um, the way we got the word out in Chicago was our t-shirts. And we're like, if we solve the broken model of $2, 5K shirts that nobody ever wears for nonprofits, it's not the nonprofit's fault, but they're not known for making cool swag. So we're like, we're gonna make our swag cooler. 
and we're going to get our breads in downtown Chicago, which is pretty dense. Not New York or LA, but pretty dense. And so we got our brands to wear and we made high quality stuff. We learned by mistakes that black and white, just the logo was perceived as cooler. No taglines, no mission statements, definitely no company sponsors. All that took the coolness level down. And our friends were like, that's actually a pretty cool shirt for a cause. Like I'll rock that at the gym or I'll wear it at WeWork or walking my dog on Sunday in the city. And it started to spark conversations and people started to ask what's Zimmerman Angels and keep seeing that logo and it helped us get the word out and that's what drove our awareness to help us reach so many thousands of people and then we created closed talk to scale that same concept to help other nonprofits have the same t-shirt success so basically what that means is we design their apparel for over 300 nonprofits we uh, we know all the right brands um, our highest selling brands that we use are both out of LA it's Next Level brand out of LA. I love Next Level. That's what I use for my t-shirts. Yes. Good the move. Best. Good yes. move. That's a great move. Next Level <laughs> is awesome. Super so soft. So soft. It lasts. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, people love it, right? So you've got to yeah. use the expensive, like higher quality stuff if you want people to wear them over and over. And that's what the nonprofits need to brand. So, and then we also use Bella Canvas for our tracks and our, and our hoodies. Those we think are the best for that. And we have 17 items from hats to yoga pants, to t-shirts, to track jackets, um, tank tops. But we build every nonprofit a pro bono, 100% free Shopify store, design their swag with their logo, make it black and white, and all sits in one big Shopify store, like a directory at closetalk.com. And then we creatively drive traffic to try to get people to come to the site to learn about all these causes. You can click by category or by keyword, get inspired. What's the mission? Um, whether it's Feeding America or it's Feast out of LA, which I love, which is near you. And they teach people how to eat healthier for their bodies and healthier for um, the environment. But whatever it is, everyone's different. They're going to pick their own and then you can shop right there. I, Johnny ran the New York City Marathon, and I will say, you know, I have my marathon shirt for Airmen's Angels, and so does Johnny. But when you know you're you're watching the marathon, Johnny goes by in five seconds, and then like you're kind of looking, and you see other Airmen Angels shirts, you start like going crazy, you know, like when you see a cause that rings true to you, and you know you don't see it often you're like oh my god like it's super exciting and i remember getting super excited at um the marathon when i was watching johnny a few years ago um yeah, right. seeing other people yeah which is really cool your but i will say awesome. um he's, he's a pretty good guy <laughs> he's awesome. all the w's they're all great <laughs> but i will say um which i love about you know i've known about and angels for so long and what you do is so great and it's so ironic how it plays into other illnesses because I have to tell you what helped me the most was meeting people who had Lyme disease and kind of guided me on that journey. I met this girl, Lindsay, when I was first diagnosed, she already had Lyme, she had POTS and we've, I've never met her in person, but we have talked now for five years. We rely on one each other, one another for like information, new supplements, like new treatments, like it's just a sounding board because you're going through this and you have these, and you've actually said this to me too, you have wonderful friends and support and family, but nobody knows until you know, you know, until you're in the thick of it. 
and um, no one's educating themselves as much as you are, or like your dad, you know, like my dad's educating himself and reading up online stuff. But um, to meet other people, I met this girl recently, you know, she came to me through a mutual friend. She'd just been diagnosed. And so I'm talking and she's looking at me like I have, you know, the world on my shoulders because I'm actually, I mean, I wasn't walking a few years ago. And so she's like, you, you have so much energy. You're doing this. I'm like, it took, a, it took a long while. We ended up meeting at an infrared sauna. I was like, is it weird that we're meeting to get naked for the first time? But like you find these people that ultimately are your, your support system through something that only they know. And, and that's what you do with immigrant angels, which is amazing. And swag is important. There's a, um, I, you know, I follow Global Lime Alliance and you do Global Lime Alliance for uh, Closed Talk. They're one of our uh, 300 plus. We love yeah. BLA, love that you, that, that you are partners with them. I know you've helped them to raise a lot of funds too, which is awesome. Your family is awesome. Yeah, you guys but, are yeah. So they, um, there's also another company that called Mighty Well and they, you know, they have great swag too. And like they, they have like they have sweatshirts that say something like, "I'm auto, I have a, I'm immunocompromised. Stay back." Like you know, mm. I'm like I love that kind of stuff. But totally um, I love Trace. Though I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I want to compliment no. you because your openness to connect with others who understand Lyme disease and learn from each other. It takes an open person like you to help someone else, but then they help you too. It's like, we all heal each other, right? It's yeah. humans helping humans, but if we're open to connect with others who get you, like you have been and, um, and help other people, they also help you. We feel the same, as, whether it's cancer or whether it's POTS or anything, it's just connecting on shared experience. It's how you teach each other. And then you've taken that experience, which I think is beautiful and created something that's helped your body feel better to share that with other people. And these soups are phenomenal. I got them lined up right here. They're well, so good. <laughs> well, that was what I wanted to ask you. I mean, I know for me, food is such an important part of my journey. I don't ever tell anyone it's a cure-all. Like, you know, food is not gonna cure you. Like that is, I don't think people understand that. Like they're like, you know, and, and the ultimate thing that like when people come into my store, they'll say like, I, I just wanna, eat like I'm you know I want to live my life I'm like so do I like I want to eat good food so um I'm assuming that a lot of cancer patients I don't know um but I, I have a feeling there are a few things that are very similar to Lyme and sugar for us feeds the bugs mm -hmm. and I think sugar feeds cancer if I'm correct yes tons, um, of, research. tons of research right. on that. yes so then so I had a take that out of my diet, but I do, I don't do refined sugar. We do a lot of coconut sugar if I do baked goods. And then with soup, you know, organic produce in LA, like I told you the other day, like we are lucky here because we get a lot of it and it's great. And I make everything organic. It's 10 times more expensive, which is ironic than processed foods. But when I was at my sickest, I was put on so many liquid diets because I couldn't digest food. And I'm assuming that a lot of cancer patients have the same issues. Um, and you're putting on so many diets. It's like one week they're like, don't do grains, don't do tomatoes. And then the next week they're like, you can't eat eggs. I'm like, wait, what? Um, so now 
I, my gastroenterologist back then put me on tons of liquid diets. I, I was emaciated because I wasn't putting down food. And so I started cooking soup because I was working on set 14 hours a day. And it was like the one thing that started me to gain weight back and get my nutrients. Cause for juice, you know, a lot of people do juice, but it has a lot of sugar in it. Yes. So it's like, what do you do? And also like I did celery juice for three months, so I'm not going to knock it, but it gets old pretty fast. That's you know? impressive. You did three whole months. That's impressive. Allie's, Allie's done it for like ever. Allie like still does it. Allie like, Allie like loves celery juice. Isn't that uh, crazy? Is it like pure, like hundred percent celery juice? Uh, she does like pure celery. She's like strict celery juice. Oh. And would you ever think my sister would do celery juice every single day? She knocks it out of the park. I'm very impressed because I am like a vegan and I'm obviously so into organic reason why I love everything you're doing, everything you've created and it's health. I think diet is number one, but like I can eat almost anything. Celery juice is one of those few things that <laughs> I just can't get down a whole glass of celery by itself. That's a tough one. It's tough, right? All right. Well, I'll let you try the soup because I, I, I could keep on talking because I have so many things to tell you. But what are you going to try? What, you. <laughs> what's the soup that you're going to do? All right. So I will do, I, I, is the lighting okay at that angle? Can you guys see me okay? I can see you. And yeah. whoever else you're talking to, I bet they can see you too. <laughs> Your kitchen. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Your place looks very cute, Trace. Yes, please tell your mom I said hi. The last time I saw her, I brought brownies over. This was in college. I brought my mom gets so mad at me because I brought those brownies over. I think you were in treatment at the time and I never cut them. And so your mom had to like scrape them out and they were like one solid rock. And my mom to this day is mortified that I never, I'm like, I was in college, mom. I probably didn't have a knife. I mean, like, the thought is what counts. How sweet of you that you, that you did that, that you got brownies. It's the thought she, that counts. Tell your she mom. Was not and your poor mom had to like literally with like a spatula try to get it oh it was bad it was bad yeah, how thoughtful of you though in college to do that <laughs> thoughtful. um i like all these i have to be i have to be honest like it's hard for me to pick my favorite because they're all good well you i mean this is just to taste one and tell tell people if you like it or not you know you don't have to eat them all like i don't want you to i don't want you to waste them I, they're definitely not going to be wasted over here. We love them. So this one right here, I'm going to pick up this one because it's just like super clean. This is like my, my jam. You know, this is the vegetable. So it's vegetable soup. There's a lot of organic vegetables in it. And yes. it's just clean. It's organic vegetables. You have broccoli, you have carrots, you have, I think there's leeks in here. I see tomatoes. We've got, um, it's, we, it's a vegetable and has ginger which I love in soups and then just fresh, fresh vegetables. Yeah. Fresh veggies. Like, you know what? I started eating some of this the other day and I was trying not to eat it all because I wanted to save it for this, for the zoom. I would force myself to stop, but it's, um, it's so easy, right? Cause soup, it just comes all at once. You don't have to go buy all the different vegetables. You've right. already done that. You put them together. You've already done the vetting. They're organic. And it just tastes great. It was just so easy. It was doing it like between Zoom meetings. And I'm like, oh, what an easy, awesome, healthy snack. So I love it. There are some carrots right there. 
no one can see that. Oh, well, you're, you could do your own cooking show with all the, well, the, um, <laughs> the thought process behind it is when I was at my sickest, I was alone in LA. My family was in New York and I had a hard time. Like I had a lot of brain fog. So I had a hard time trying to figure out what to cook. And I love to cook. Um, and I had a hard time trying to figure out what to cook. So my thought is if somebody else is sick and they don't have the ability to figure it out here, I'll send you soup. Do you know what I mean? That is so, like the easiest way you and I both relate to this from being people that have had medical, you know, compromised situations and medical stuff. Like when you're sick on chemo or when you're not feeling good from Lyme, like the less inputs, the fewer inputs, the easier it is to be like, that's healthy. I have to pick up my spoon and I have to feed it to myself. It's just easy and simple. And um, I mean, that's great. I mean, people that are sick, you just don't have the energy to either. Yeah. You don't have the energy or like when they told me to change my diet, I like, I mean, I was having really bad neurological stuff. Like I could not process. So I was like eating lettuce. Like I literally was just like, what? And so it was, it was literally like to think was so hard to focus. And so whenever somebody comes in and they have any sort of like diet restriction or they have like endometriosis, or I've got a lot of customers who have chronic illness or Crohn's, like I could talk to them for days because you just have you just want somebody to cook for you, you know, right. and that's it. Right. Get the so, stuff. Love it. I mean, it's, it's, all of them are great. I mean, okay. every single one of them, if I had to pick my favorite at this moment, if I didn't pick, I love this vegetable one. Okay, good. My mom tried this too. We both were like, it is ridiculously good, is the butternut squash. And oh, the butternut squash is good. So good. I mean, they're <laughs> all good. They're all so good. But like, I love the potato too. Love the zucchini a lot. Oh, I mean, good. Good. But like the butternut squash, I think um, it's just like naturally sweet. Maybe it's just the squash yeah. itself. Right? Yeah. So uh, I love that there's no sugar, like you said. Like that was just like, wow. I was like, wow. They're all amazing. I love them all. Did I send you any cookie? I should send you cookies because they're. I make vegan chocolate chip cookies. Did I not send you any? You said so much already. I don't want to give you any more homework. You don't I got it. I got to get do. you those. <laughs> well, I do want people to, to know what kind of person you are. So, you know, in general, you are, I mean, I don't think there's anybody who's ever met you that doesn't. I don't think anyone knows what you look like without a smile on your face. I mean, that's true, right? Like you just meet people and like you automatically smile. Well, thank you, T. I feel the same way about your family. I think of any of the W's, any wine drops, and I get happy. You guys really bring out the smile, really, is kind of what happens with the I feel like you say that to a lot of people. I will tell you, though, you, you call my father on his birthday every year, and I think he enjoys that more than any gift that any one of my family members gives. And he always waits for you <laughs> to call. And then he likes to talk about it. He loves to talk about the call because he's just like, that kid, he's amazing, you know? So, but... um my introduction to you in college, you were friends with my sister. You guys were a bit older than me. I, we went to a house party and, you know, in college, the houses are smaller. 
but everyone's crammed in like hundreds of people. There's a keg, you know, whatever. So I get there, my sister introduces me to you and you said, Trace, you want a beer? And I said, sure. <laughs> it took us from the front of the house to the back of the house. It took us an hour to get to the keg because you stopped and said hello to everybody and knew what, like every class, every person was taken. How you doing? Are you doing good in stats? Like, and I just like stood there, like I was young. I was still in high school. Like I shouldn't tell people that I went to go drink a beer with my sister, but you know, you just are so engaging. I mean, it's just a, such a cool thing. So I, even in your emails, like I was just like, he, you have a nickname for everyone. You just could, you could run for office. Well, thank you, Trace. I, I, I think I share a love that someone that you're very close to shares the same love, and that would be Roy Weintraub. Roy Weintraub loves human beings. And I will it say, love you. also <laughs> love human beings. And I think that's why your dad, Roy, and I just love each other because yeah. like, he loves asking questions, like getting in there. And, and I can remember one time, in New York, right off of Union Square. And I think we were in New York visiting during college. And we all went to like um, some little restaurant off Union Square to eat. And, and your dad said to all of our college friends, he goes, all right, we're going around the table. Everyone's gonna answer this question. <laughs> what do you love the most in life? What do you wanna be when you're done with college? Why do you love it? And I wanna hear everyone answer going around the table. Like he just wanted to get in there and he wanted to like, understand what made everybody tick and what they were going to do with their life and like that is like your dad and that's all of you because that energy is sort of you know obviously filtered into all of you guys but like that that love of people I mean I, I love people like your dad loves people and all you guys do and to me that's what makes life great right it's the it's the people and it. it's not the stuff it's not accumulating more things it's uh, it's it's human energy and the relationships that we have among us. Um, I asked my dad if I had to ask questions to Johnny Emmerman, like what would some of the questions would be? And one of them, he said, "Why are you so damn happy when the rest of us are miserable?" <laughs> yeah, you could tell him because Roy 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 Trump has great one-liners; they make me laugh. <laughs> he has great one-liners, um, but I I. I actually like this question. This is one of his, but I really like it. He says, are you naturally happy or is it a result from eating gracefully fed soup? Definitely me. It's gracefully fed. I mean, look at this. Look at this. Yes. Also, my brother and my family, we all, you know, checked it out. And we all agreed, like your website, the marketing on it, even putting in what's on every suit when you get it, guys like me, they're you know, having it shipped. So when you get it, even though you ordered it, you can see all the ingredients. The marketing is really clear. And, and also the plastic, the plastic you use is amazing. I was like, I can't believe this didn't spill. There's no plastic wrap, but I love that you didn't do that because it's so much more green that you're not using plastic on top of it. Like you found a plastic you found a container that's so sturdy that it shipped all the way across the country and then like nothing leaked. So good job on your recon. Well, ironically, that's something, I mean, people, I mean, I want to move on from plastic it, eventually. Like that's something that I want to do, but there's different, um, you don't want to find BPA free. You want to find microwaveable, but there are deli containers that you can buy that are none of those things. 
have different like um, chemicals in it that you can heat up. So even though that looks so simple, we actually had a vet through all these deli containers and it was crazy. So, and then we would, we would freeze them and then drop them to see if they would break. You, I mean, they're so sturdy. And, and the fact that it's shipped across the country, it didn't leak with just a regular top on it. So I have to plug in here a little bit. I just realized I'm low on the battery. But like, it was so impressive because- Thanks. Yeah, my brother and my mom had an organic like coffee cake business for a while. And like the wrapping and packaging, I've seen it. It's so difficult to find something that's like as green as you can be. That is hopefully like- recyclable and that yeah. is sturdy like packaging's tough for food products and you nailed it i was like i've never seen one that like you you take it off you can just tell like it's on there so tightly like nothing is leaking it's it's you did a good I job need to, thanks i need to talk to your mom and your brother because i want to start shipping my banana bread i i started making gluten-free like organic gluten-free dairy-free banana bread there's a problem because I keep eating it, but I also, every time I do it, I'm just like, this is amazing. And I'm like, I need to start shipping this out. I need to figure out how to do that um, without it going bad. And like what the, there's you know, life stuff. Cause yeah. it's the same issue. Like there's no preservatives in yours. There's no preservatives right. in theirs. So they flash would flash freeze it just like UT. They would flash freeze the cakes and then the quality was amazing. Just like your quality is amazing. Oh, wow. right? Yeah, you, it, it's, I mean, if the, if the ingredients are really organic and, and solid after being frozen, it still tastes great, but they would do that and they would ship it frozen, the cake. But lots of times it gets there and it's like just now. Just, yeah. Entrepreneurship, right? Nothing Crazy. <laughs> I've learned, I mean, I have to tell you, I went to college you went to the same college. I've learned so much in the last three. I think I learned more in these three years than I had all of college. You just learn so much. And it's like a roller coaster ride. You know, my dad, my dad actually says this great one liner. And he said, there's two things that he says. One, he says the highs are highs, the lows are lows. But my favorite is, and he says this, I think to his employees, everybody got, everybody has to get in the rowboat and we all have to row together. We all have to row together. Love it. It's true. We all need to be in that rowboat rowing together. Yeah. Otherwise, tell that thing's going to sink. Tell your dad that you need a skull boat, not a rowboat. Like those really <laughs> long ones. You want like a ton of people in the rowboat, all rowing together to really grow this thing, which is amazing. I'm going to, I'll let him know. I'll let him know. But I'm so glad you, I'm so glad you got it and tried it. And, you know, I, it's, it's about, growing and getting to the people that need it. And that's, I think, you know, I, I love what we do and I love that it can help other people. I just want other people to know that we're there, you know, especially mm -hmm. if they're in the circumstance that I was in or that you were in as well. So and I love you and everything you stand for is there's so many things you could be doing and working on. You're so smart and you're driven and you're, you're, you're creative, but you've chosen to do something that helps people outside of yourself, you know, a truly social impact about venture. And I mean, it's just, that's who you are and that's who the W's are. And I love that you've, you've chosen, you know, to help others. And these are the things that have helped you and helped your body feel better. And, and I, I relate, you know, me, I changed my diet. I became a vegan after cancer. It wasn't before. 
And you have to, I think us, we that go through these medical challenges, we start tweaking our diets to find something that's going to make us the healthiest so we can live the longest life and not get sick again. Um, you know, hits us pretty, pretty much square in the face, you know, when you are sick and you, like you yeah. couldn't walk. And on chemo, I was, you know, on the couch all the time, eight hours of chemo a day. I mean, it's, you're, you're, yeah, you, you know what it's like to be knocked down. So you've taken with your life and all your energy to put into something that truly makes people healthier and it tastes freaking good. Oh, sorry. I swore a little bit on here, but hope that's okay. <laughs> My nephew just rang in. He's going to, I'm sorry. I had a decline. Oh, is that your nephew calling it? <laughs> yes. He's, a, he's, he's, uh, he FaceTimes me and, um, he FaceTimes me cause he's bored. And then, oh, and then what, and if I'm FaceTiming with him and Johnny calls in, he'll be like, uncle Johnny's calling. And it's, it always feels like uncle Johnny's cooler than me. So, you know, but I declined it. Super cool. There's no <laughs> doubt. No, but I, exactly. That's basically what it is. It's, um, you know, it's just what it's, it's funny that you, like, I, I, that's what I was asking before. Like, is it something when you are diagnosed and going through cancer, do they say to you, you might want to change your diet? Because I know they said it to me and I didn't want it. And then you get to a point for me in my Lyme journey where I was just like, okay, I need to do anything in my wheelhouse to get better. And so that's when I ultimately decided to change my diet. But before I was like, nah, I'm the New Yorker. I got to eat pizza. Like, you know, like there was no, um, I was so stubborn about it. And when I ultimately make, took that leap, it did help. It helped like the healing for sure. Yeah. And you, you get addicted to feeling better, right? You get addicted yeah. to doing things like exercise, changing your diet, meditation, sleeping seven hours plus a night. I mean, all these like health-minded wellness things that we do have control over, um, you get addicted to doing them, to feeling good. But I was just like you, T, like I didn't become a vegan like the next day after my last right. meal. It was a couple of years. And I had to, what happened was, I think similar to you, you met other friends with Lyme and with POTS. And the more you meet others that are farther along, they've already figured that out. And I started learning with the power of organic food, the power of like whole foods, like what you've created, like, you know, the vegetable soup are like whole food. It's not like a processed thing. And so you start learning. I started learning from other cancer survivors. Those are the people we worked with and mentored people with, and they educated me. And then it became very clear. I got to try this. And then once I tried it, just like they were mostly vegetarians, um, and vegans, not that everyone needs to be a vegetarian because everyone's different, um, but you know, a lot of them are. I mean, that's just a fact. There's definitely a greater number of vegetarians amongst cancer survivors than the general public and, um, and definitely more into organic than the general public. And so yeah. they pulled me in. And I think similar to you, T, they like pulled you in, right? And like you learn from others and that's part of the community. And that's part of like, you know, helping each other get healthier and what's working for your body and what are you eating here for that? And, and then you just customize, you, you figure out what works the best for Tracy Weintraub, but definitely a process for most of us. It's yeah. not innate. And I wish it were, I wish I woke up like when I was a little kid and was like, oh, I want to eat organic whole foods all the time. But like right. that wasn't innate, you know, that's not what we're taught as kids. No. And so it has to be learned, I think at some point. No, 100%. Yeah. It's, and 
like I'm, I'm human. Like everybody, you know, I want certain things. Like I want ice cream, like, yeah, you know, coconut ice cream doesn't cut it, you know, like you, you want what you want occasionally and you make those sacrifices. Like gluten-free pizza is not the same as Chicago pizza. That's for sure. Um, but you know, you, you make those sacrifices and sometimes it's just not worth it. Like I've, you know, like I've splurged and I'll have like a cheese pizza. No, like no gluten. I won't, I won't ever, cause people don't realize like gluten takes a really long time to get out of your system. Mm. It takes like, you can go gluten-free for a week. It doesn't matter. It, it's, you have, it takes a long time to get out of your system. But whereas like I'll splurge on dairy occasionally, but I know, I know that inflammation is coming. So it's like, you weigh it out. You're like, ah, I can, I couldn't be on the couch the rest of the day. It has to be one of those days. So, eh, but yeah. You probably know your body that like you once in a while and you know only to do a little bit, right? Like you just- you learn over time. And I think we all have to do that. We have to like tweak and then listen to our bodies. Like the body does tell us, right? With inflammation, especially with things like Lyme, I feel like, I mean, inflammation is what it's about, right? Like certain things are going to cause it and certain things that won't. And how do we just keep reducing those things that, that cause that inflammation? Oh yeah, that's exactly it. So just doing the best I can. You're doing great and you're helping other people. (laughs) You're beyond yourself, which is the true gift, I think, in the world. You're helping other people. I mean, you've been helping other people for years. We're trying. You started with getting me that beer in college. (laughs) Your Roy has taught you well. That was a great one liner. (laughs) That was very quick. Um, well, I'm so glad. To the police department because I definitely might go I might, I might be in the LA jail pretty soon they're gonna come get me <laughs> sorry I mean it was it was a great experience it was it, a great was, experience. it was worth it giving you a beer was worth it <laughs> I mean we barely got the party was over by the time we got to the keg but we got there you know like that was um, those but, were uh, such good memories those uh, Michigan parties those were so fun I, I love I, I love college like I I want to go back I need to get back there um but thank you so much i want to say thank you and i'm glad we caught up the other day too and so this has been such a wonderful treat to see you and you're the best and you have to when you're here you got to come by the shop and i know you have so many people to see i mean you you really know the world everybody knows i am coming by i can't wait to see you in person i can't wait to see the shop and I've been telling all my friends in LA, I think a lot of the emails have coming back to you too, because I've forwarded yeah. to a ton of people, all my cousins, and my cousins are like, we're buying, we can't wait, they want to get healthy. So, um, and outside of LA, I mean, because right, anyone can buy this and get yeah. anywhere. So, I mean, it's beautiful that you offer that. There's a lot of people in the middle of this country that just, frankly, like Chicago, you don't have the options for organic food like this. It is not LA, it is not the West Coast or the East Coast. I mean, I lived there for 15 years, you just don't have those options. So I think there's definitely a market for you for people who want healthy in the Midwest um, and just have it shipped and it comes right to you and it's right there. And so they're getting better, they're learning. Um, The the coasts are clearly uh, (laughs) in, in, in the lead on this one. But love seeing your face. I can't wait to see you in person. I will be out there after COVID at some point. And yes. I look 
forward to seeing you in person and come support. Well, thanks so much for doing this. You're the best. You're the best. Trace, we love you. She was radio switcher in TV at the time. Then, whoops, suddenly that girl's got line. Her health is back on track because she switched up her diet. And now she's forcing